Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, initially start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and then like, comes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. All right, y'all, we got company. We are live on Facebook right now, so we need to act like we got some sense. Uh, they know I'm... <laughs> they know you're see you that part was muted. See? It's trigger words. They know I'm ghetto. I'm a little ghetto. Ghetto. I'm very ghetto. Okay. Hey girl, hey. Hey. <laughs> it's the Aww. Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Shouts to Urban Media today. I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. This is the ghetto chick over here. <laughs> you mean Jerry? Yeah, I'm I mean the Jerry. Ghetto chick LaShawn. Right, right. And I- I'm y'all ghetto millennial chick, Jerry. Jerry. All right, now you know you got you a suspect phone thing. You gonna be falling <laughs> over? Bouncing around before this thing falls over. All right. We are live on. We're live on Facebook um, because we have a special guest today. He's going to be joining us in about twenty minutes. Um, so he's his name is Vernon Kelson. I call him Kelson, um, and he's known to his community and those in Baltimore. They know him. Um, he's 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 a pretty big deal. His name is the Urban Informer. Um, if you're familiar with Baltimore, if you're familiar with 92Q Jams, if you're familiar with WKYS in DC, then you should know Kelson, uh, the urban informer, but he's also Kelson, the girl dad, and he wrote a book about it. So we're going to talk to Kelson about his new book about being a new dad. He is a girl dad. And no this is a, to- a totally new world for him. Um, it's funny that, uh, this is I'm seeing him like this in this in this light. So anyway, what was the other light that you used to see? Well, we went to oh, him, we'll, so you we'll can describe the that. other light. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go into that. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna crush. Uh, we're gonna talk about crush. We're gonna talk hot topics right now. Um, everybody was talking about this except for Lashawn. I know Jerry and I were going back and forth on uh, on texts, and I don't know who is blowing her phone up. But anyway, um, I gotta tell them I'm doing my show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let, let them know. Let them know, honey. Let them know. Let them. Oh. All right. So another woman's trash is clearly Portia's new fiance. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought of that all by myself. I thought that's good. Now, that's good right there. Jim. That was good. good. Lashawn, you might you might want to know about this. You might know about this because you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, we're all familiar with Portia Williams. Um, I'm a ratchet TV watcher. Broke the news about um, being engaged uh to a former character somebody on real housewives so she broke the news that she was engaged to someone named simon i'm not even gonna try and pronounce his name but simon who was a husband or soon to be ex-husband of fallon Mm -hmm. okay y'all know this stuff go ahead i do i do go ahead just let me go ahead I'm okay, be great. So, so at the beginning of the Real Housewives of Atlanta season uh, this year, 
there was a woman that was introduced as Portia's friend. Mm-hmm. And her name was Fallon. And Fallon was and married to this rich guy in Atlanta, African guy. And um, Portia and one of, and two, her sister and one of the other ladies had gone over to Fallon's house to swim. Big, beautiful house, big, beautiful pool. And you know, if anybody know Portia, um, she has this big bodacious booty, right? So she I, didn't, I thought you were going to talk about her pool. She's this big bodacious booty. <laughs> so she had on her booty swimsuit in the pool. You know, you know, all the girls are a little promiscuous and wild, and they, oh. I guess they lived their little life. But you know, she was around there. And Fallon, Fallon was just she introduced her as her friend on the mm-hmm. show, and I think right. Fallon might have had this season probably like two or three. Mm-hmm. um little cameos in there and um one time they had gone to Fallon's house they went over her house to swim over the summer and then they had gone over her house for Halloween she had a Halloween party there and um one of the other ladies were was talking about Fallon's husband she said oh you you just date him because he's rich and he's old you know because he's older than her right and so she you know commented about that but he was only in one scene that I've seen with the real house of a Atlanta Simon he was at was. the pool party. Simon was. He was at the pool okay. party. Okay. So it's not that it's not like the girl Fallon had a peach or anything on the show. She just made a cameo as Portia's friend. Right. Yeah. So okay. And so, so you know, a friend in reality TV is different because they're the reality TV is really not reality TV. Right. We know that. Right. It's not. Right. It's not. So I don't know if she was Porsche. I don't think she's Porsche's friend. I don't know, but I think she was introduced as that to bring her right. on the show. Because right. mm-hmm. yeah. everybody that comes on any of those shows have a motive. Right. The motive is to become rich and famous. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Fallon was the one with the motive or mm-hmm. if her husband was mm-hmm. the one with the motive to get on the show. Do you know what her uh, husband, like, what does he do? Just curious if you know. Well, you know, from what I hear, and I'm just, you know, from what I hear, um, you don't have to, you don't, they don't state what you do um, in Atlanta. They always right. just say rich African. So if you're an African in Atlanta, if they say, you know, African, it's just like really rich in Atlanta because all of right. them date rich and African. African. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's a rich African. I don't know what he do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think to all of them, all the African men are kings of somewhere in Zamunda. I don't know, but it's somewhere. So mm-hmm. he might be a king to them. I don't know. I don't know. Now, don't forget now what uh, Lisa Ray had to go through. She was doing yeah. so. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Turks no and issue, Caicos. Ma'am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I don't know. It says his net worth. His net worth is 40 million. Oh, okay. that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So forty I mean, million. Like he would have had. I don't. I, for some reason, I thought he was like a billionaire. The way they was hyping it, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well you know. Let's no. ju- let's just say this is part of this new storyline. Uh, the ladies of the real. Why they? I don't know. Uh, the ladies of the real chimed in, and Adrian was saying mm-hmm. that's really not nobody should have a problem with it or Fallon doesn't have a problem with it and why should we if Fallon doesn't have a problem with it then why should we I mean I really don't care it's because because I think by the end of the new the end of the season that Portia of Portia's new show because you know she got a spinoff now 
Oh, um, she does. Allegedly, allegedly, um, from okay. Bravo, they're probably gonna break up, or she's gonna get pregnant again, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't. This is this is why I don't watch this stuff. This is why I don't, because it's just too much. My spirit's a, all wrinkled. Like, yeah, it's I'm a lot. Spirit out, Jesus. Iron it out. I can't. Like you said, all these women, they have a motive. And <laughs> I came across, uh, you know, Tammy from Basketball Wives. She had put her two cents on it. But what she was saying was very true. I think it's just the principle of girl code. Like, they let's say they weren't friends. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that she was in my house, in my pool, around my friends, we taking pictures together, and then mm-hmm. I'm dating her ex-husband. That's the part that I guess is bothersome, you know? Right. She also said that in reality TV, because Portia has said, oh, that wasn't my friend or whatever, but whenever you 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 come onto the show, you have to have, like, a segue. So storyline. storyline, mm-hmm. right. So she There's nothing else they could come up with. And why would you agree to being right. someone that is uh, is known as a, a homewrecker? Why would you? How many right. coins is that? Let me see. If you give me a couple more coins, and you can call me a homewrecker. Or if you give me this much, I ain't going to be. Like, come Really? Is it really? That's yeah. it? Like, this is what you, this is how you value yourself? This yeah. is your legacy yeah. that you're leaving. So, okay. If she like it, I love it. Whatever. That's her life. Oh, well. I think for every episode they do... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. No, no, no. I was just saying, you know, and everybody, like you said, needs a storyline. I'm not going to be surprised. It's going to be a storyline for next season um, whenever it does come out. But, you know, what they... I don't know. You know, they said they was dating for like a month and then uh, that's when they got engaged. engaged. But then a girl had came out and said that they were just together three months ago. Some girl and they was in a car together. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How those men are in general, but especially Africans, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like that's part of the culture. That was her. I did not say that. I talk about the Lord. But women don't care. He got money, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And they said, with the, Tammy said uh, Portia was smart. She knew what she was doing. She was plotting, you know. But that's I mean, get your coins, sis. Get your coins. That's, that's exactly what you want to do. They get they your do. coins. This every day. Go ahead. If this is it's what you exactly. want, and this is how you want to live, this is your life, this is how you want to put yourself out there, this is your legacy, then, you know, God bless. They, right. the, the, their mindset isn't about legacy. It isn't about right. anything. It's about the gratification of now. So, mm. and, and their whole thing with these shows is who gets the biggest purse on all yeah. of it. Oh, I thought she was going to say something else. This, well, <laughs> that too. But I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the biggest, that's the thing on here. Who has the biggest purse? Who gets this? Who gets <laughs> stop <that>? pausing. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to stop. And that's, you know, like I'm better than you. Like they really, they really do this, this reality TV thing, like a sport. Because you know, like we, they're the highest Because you watch reality. it. Yeah. Because yes. you watch it. And you know that's how many why. people have been, you know, on the blogs about this and doing like doing casts like we're doing now talking about this and it's, it makes it relevant and the ratings go up and you can't wait to next season to watch this, to see what happened over the summer, you know. That's why, you know, Fallon probably doesn't have a problem with it because she's probably a part of it. And we don't know how her marriage was, even if her and her husband had an open marriage. 
Portia has done things on the show that were very promiscuous. She even said, you know, she had a, um, they had a thing with a stripper. She's shown kissing the other girl, you know, like, like she would be kissing her fiance Dennis. Like they were like, so it could have been something that they all three were together in Platinum. Mm. This is, you know, this probably is their life and their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. so they probably all got together and said listen you get a portion of this you know that's the way they live it is not right. about a legacy well, i wish them the best my spirit is still wrinkled i just yeah. I need there's so yeah. much just just i i have to there was so much going on that every response i had was who the f cares like right. why do we care about benefer who cares <laughs> Why do we care that Jennifer uh, Lopez and Ben Affleck are? Who cares? Yeah. Why do we care? This woman, she knows she can't. She, I don't think that there was a time she was ever by herself. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares that Tierra Marie will be on Marriage Boot Camp? Who cares? Who's that? Go get her money. Right. See what I'm saying? Why was that news? Wendy no, Williams the- and some old white dude broke up. What? So- but she oh, said, we, I'm not your boyfriend. Well, who asked? That's what I would like to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more, more who the F cares news. Uh, alleged side piece claims that she slept with Tristan Thompson and lawyers up. Been there, done that. Okay. Um, Audra that? Day, this one, what? I'm going to need you to stop. Uh, Audra Day, Andra Day says that she was dealing with sex and porn addiction while she was filming the Billie Holiday movie. Now, Talk about research because that sex scene in that movie, on point, on point. <laughs> so that addiction point. helped her out. Oh, oh, watch it out. That. Did she get a yeah, Oscar? That's, that's research. Yeah, I did think she get she an did. Oscar? I don't know. She got something. Get her, if she didn't give her an honorary People's choice, yeah, something. Oh, oh, mother, mother lived in that. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I give her that one. Prince yeah, Harry says living in the royal family was like living in the zoo. Your point. I don't, we, nobody cares. <laughs> Tiffany they Haddish. kind of got like zoo-like features. <laughs> I mean, Tiffany Haddish is rumored to snatch a daytime talk show now that Ellen announced that she's leaving. Why, Jesus? Why? I just need to know oh, why. Oh, I watched her on Kids nice. Say the Darndest Things and she talked about Common at least 10 times. And them kids don't know who Common is. The kids? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. We just want that about just happy she got a man i'm telling she was able to fit in i got a man but don't we do that when we get a man we do every little every little conversation like girl you like that coffee yeah because my boo like coffee like that too (laughs) you like shoes untied you You know what the way he tied his shoes oh Uh, mm. everything you put it in he could tie some some shoes yeah, these these are socks my booby wore. He just slides them on his so slow and just sack it. Like, we do every little thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> she ain't got All no right. girlfriend. She's talking to the kids. The kids be like, oh, okay. Some folks might might get upset with me for saying this, and that I'll have. I don't think I have a future in radio anymore. No. But if you if you watch the Wendy Williams biopic, um, the the Lifetime movie or whatever, you probably noticed there was a few scenes in there where uh, Miss Kathy Hughes was shown. Uh, she's the Urban One founder, Radio One Urban One founder. And she was portrayed, according to Miss Hughes, unfairly. She was saying that Wendy has a bad memory. And I'm thinking, mm, probably no. Because no. I was shaded a few times by Miss Hughes. Maybe it was just because it was hot outside. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's mm. why. 
But then again, it was that one time we were inside. But I'm just saying, no, 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 no. I think that, no, I don't think that she's, I don't think that she's a bad person. She's very important. And right. there are times where she's having very important conversation. I don't have, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something right now. So how you doing, baby? Yeah. How you doing, yeah. right? So yeah. I don't think that it was a, a point where she shaded Wendy. Wendy was probably over the top. And she's probably like, who the hell is this chick coming up in here? Right. You know, so, but Miss Hughes, did say so she finally responded to the movie so i like that yeah. and it's, it's, it's your per, it's her perception it's the way wendy felt she's booked the busy it's miss Hughes. she ain't got time for no what mm-hmm. still you know you what can mean well about? by somebody but that the way they feel is the way they feel and it's, that's right. their feeling that's how it is like you right. you know you probably didn't say hi to them the way they wanted you to say and they'd be like oh look well now dmx had a problem with wendy Hughes. Uh, whitney lord whitney houston Uh-oh. uh did people <laughs> I know, right? Uh, DMX had a problem with Wendy Williams, and and he said, to, like, he got on her show and was like, "I have an issue with you," and she was just like, "But you know, Earl, yeah. Earl, I bet she did." So you know, you just got to talk it out. Hopefully, Miss Hughes get on her show and she'll tell her about herself, and, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll hash it out. Um, Plyer sent a message to young athletes saying that they should choose majors that's going to land them good paying jobs and not just jumping at contracts encouraging them to challenge themselves okay i get it mm-hmm. all right I, I don't he gives a lot of advice and people really take it is it just me <sighs> yeah oh she, she fell and jerry asked me this i'm done i'm done with uh who the f cares news uh laverne cox is going to host the red carpet for e um, and I think that that's a step down for her. I just think that that's not a good look. Laverne. That's just me. Laverne Cox. Orange is the new black. Oh my God. I cannot. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Did you, are you really Googling? Anyway, so Jerry, do you think that yeah. this is a step down? You think this is a good look for Laverne Cox? I think it's a I bad look. Because of her but it's coins. It's coins. So I give it to her. A uh, black actress, you know, her, we know her background and everything. I thought it was good, you know. I want to see more. I mean, of she's that. working, so yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So I thought it was good. Maybe even though she's already getting jobs and she's booking busy, but this will give her more a different avenue of, of things like that. You know, I'm all about mm-hmm. digging your hand in so many pots as you can. You know, so I was like, oh, this is great. You know, this is big. You, you know, I mean, Laverne Cox, like she's huge. You know, so I, I oh, think yeah. it'll be good. I think it'll be yeah. cool for. Sometimes you oh. got to do something outside of yourself to really know what you're what But you're she's about. the person that's what on the red carpet and someone asking her, what is she wearing? Right. Yeah, I see. So now she, but maybe there's a, I mean, you know. I think okay. it's a good move. I, I, you know, I, 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 okay. She's I won't cute. say it's a good move. I think that, oh, did you just find out who she was? Okay. I knew, I knew she was, but I couldn't spell the phone. Hey, we talk about, that's your name, Sean. I wish that I wish that Kelson was here because Kelson is like the gossip king. He's he's he has so much tea. Like he he you know when he did um when he was doing radio uh, in Baltimore. Where's he at? He's coming. He's coming. Um. Uh. He's you know he's doing press right now. He's you know he's press. He's at a presser because he's an author now. He's an authorer. We're real important too. We are. He's coming. He's coming. He's All coming. right, but because I want him, I want him to help Jerry. Um, I want him to come in because Jerry wants to go old, old, 
old, old school. <laughs> if you follow Jerry on social media, we're going to talk. We got five minutes. We're going to talk about Jerry and this damn post that she put out. We don't even have fan mail. We're going to make Jerry our fan mail. Oh, oh, oh come on in the house. Listen, come on up to the, come on up to I'm the, to the con- come on to the, the congregation is calling you, yes. Jerry. Congregation. The front of the church. Come on, come on, come on. We got the, Lord, we got the, <laughs> Jerry. Lord. Oh, Jerry, Lord. Jerry, 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 let me holler at you. Let me, let me, you let me holler at you, Jerry. So Jerry posted, at this point, I'm just ready to be a housewife. Forget these degrees and these jobs. I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to do Someone this. Someone said, I'm looking for an old man to marry so I can inherit and her message got cut off. And then Jerry responded, oh, yeah, I was all in it. Jerry responded, please do. I've been waiting for this as long as I can remember. My soulmate got to be at least 80. Jerry, where were you at? What? What? Is it that bad? Is it that bad? Is it that bad, Jerry? Is it that bad, Jerry? I wouldn't say 80. 79, 70. A-A-R-P-A. A-A-R-P-A. Yeah. Well, you get that at 50, but still. <laughs> I want somebody a lot older than me. A Old lot older. school. What? Yeah. Like a granddad or a dad age? What? Not a grandfather. That's a little too old. Maybe like 45-ish. In it. Why? 45. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, I'm 48. <laughs> so, I'm going to need you to... What you're not gonna do is put me in, in, in somebody ARP. old, somebody 45. We do not, I do not begin my AARP at 48 years two, old. Two, two more years, you will be. You're gonna love that man because you're getting the movies and everything for free. With the, I, 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 I say, hey, here, I'm, I showed him my AARP. You get gym memberships cheaper, you catch the bus, you get a discount. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. you free sure do. Yeah, you. I asked everybody. You accept AARP, and they'll look at me. They'll be like, "Well, yeah. Do you have it?" I'm like, "Yes, I sure do." Boo boo. She be like, "Yes, I sure do." Get my card out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, why? And we have two minutes. Why do you want somebody? Oh, what happened to make you? Go? And you didn't think I was gonna put you on the spot today, but I need to know. So, like. Dating men around my age, they're still kids for real. Like, they don't know what they want. They play around too much. I've I've always been attracted to older men anyways. You know, always. 80-year-olds 80, 80 wear diapers. Some of them wear diapers. I'm not, I don't want nobody so, out where I got to change their diapers okay. and that. Okay. Somebody, okay. or I'll okay. push the 40. 40 Man, and that. It's not that they wear diapers. It's just... They <laughs> <laughs> have a surprise when they... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise with they <laughs> y'all are... there's a little surprise when they I don't know if I want to do all that no. what did you go ahead Jerry I'm sorry my bad um so <laughs> yeah. what you do. <laughs> most older men most not all of them nope not all of them not all of them know what they want hopefully 
or established, got their stuff together. And when you date, you want to date someone that has more than you. And I don't necessarily mean money-wise, but like what they have gone for themselves, their intellect, their mindset. You know what I mean? That's what attracts me to a man when I'm dating them. Um, men around my age, even though I'll be 30 this year. Oh, oh my God. But they still, I don't know. They still they got, got one foot in the grave. Oh, I'm 30. I'm about to die. I need to <laughs> 30, 30. Oh my God. But, whew, but I don't know. That's why. And why not find a man who got, you know, something going for themselves? You know what I mean? I'm not a user or nothing like that. I got my own, but it'd be nice to have a man, you know, who got, you know, who can wine and dine me for a little bit. I ain't got to work for a little bit. You know, I'm tired of working. That was, that's what I was saying. I'm tired and I'm tired. Okay. I'll do it for a little mm. bit. You know what? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Let's take ahead. a quick break. Let's, let's take a break. Because Kelsey's about to come up in. Kelsey's about to come up in here. We're gonna we're gonna take a sip. We gonna <laughs> breathe. Well, I got something to say. I got something. Right. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. It's the it's oh Jesus. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. The Urban Media Today. Hold on. <laughs> To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. She fixing to shave, mister. <laughs> so before we took the break, um Jerry, Jerry was talking about uh she's talking about wanting to date and she's tired. She wants to just be a housewife. She said, forget these degrees and these jobs. Hey, Kelson. Oh, right on time. Uh-oh. Get these degrees and these jobs. I'm tired. Nelson, oh. hi, honey. Can you hear? Can you hear? We're going to wait. because I ooh, he, can't okay. hear. Oh, he popped on off. Hey, Tell see, Jerry, you done moved him out the way. Yeah. Hill. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't That's do what that. it said on there. I was like, what's don't that? Do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, Jerry, so you go ahead. LaShawn, you wanted to respond. So, to, I'm, I'm going to say this, Jerry. The person who dated older, not younger than me, but I've dated older, a little bit older than me, my same age. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. There's really no difference with the game. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. really no difference yeah. in age. I mean, you know, I, I was fooled. But um, immaturity right. is not an age thing. It's a mindset. Right. right. You're right. So you, you got to find somebody within your, whatever age, it doesn't matter, but that, that matches you and what you want. And mm-hmm. some guys that are older, are, they're not settled. They don't have more. I've dated guys that are older than me and I got, I, I got more than them. It's not Absolutely. about how much they have. You know, it's just like, what, can, what do you want? Do mm-hmm. they have what you want? Uh, is it, you know, so there's really, I know that younger guys could be a little bit immature, but there's some, there's some really good mature ones, but um, I don't think, I don't think dating any older <laughs> makes it any better. Right. Not, I'm just saying from my experience, right. it wasn't all that. 
Well, I mean, what are you looking for? Yeah, okay. You just huh? you need somebody who's is so so is it because you and I, I'm I'm honestly asking you this. I'm I'm just asking you as a as a big sister, as a friend. Um you just you're tired. You said you're tired. So are you really willing to you don't you want to disregard your job, your your degrees and be a housewife? Yeah. No, no, honestly, that was a joke. I honestly that was a joke. I can't see myself being I do a see a laughing emoji, so that okay. For real? <laughs> I do honestly that's a joke you know what I mean I say that because I was so used to dealing with men who I had to take care of um a lot and that became I was always the one working two jobs going to school doing this stuff on the side of that and it was never never the other person you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. if I'm for, for once, I want to take a break. You know what I mean? Like, someone do this for me. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, no, I can't see myself, you know, doing that type of work. I, I get bored, personally, you know, to be honest. So anyone who knows me knows I'm really independent. And I like my own anyways. You know, I like to depend on nobody. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, that was that was a joke, a funny joke. So I, mean, thinking uh, of- I don't think it was a joke. I think you were think, serious. Yeah. You know how someone says something serious and be like, LOL. I'm just yeah, joking because I don't want to get stuck out there. <laughs> Yeah, but you 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 looking for that eighty year old man? But Kale's is in the building. Kale, Nelson. How y'all doing? <laughs> Good. <Old> government name. <laughs> I know, we right? To, <laughs> we trying to we trying to to help Jerry. I don't know if you were watching, if you were listening. Um, Jerry posted something on on social media about. She just tired. She's ready to give up her degrees and mm-hmm. she wants, she's ready to be a housewife. She's tired of these jobs. She needs to date somebody like 80. So, but what are you offering? Ooh. Ask, ask him for a friend. Lots <laughs> of offer on the table. You know, I am smart. I'm not a, I would be a dumb housewife. You know, I probably sort of, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm very college educated. I'm okay. funny. I'm nice and smart, you know, like make you laugh. Said that. You said I'm just that. saying because you, if you put it out there, you gotta have your quali- qualifications there as well. You know? You can't be looking for this and you can't even meet them halfway. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> exactly right. I hear you on that. And she that's has what all of that. Okay. She has all of that, but it's just her choices. It's the choices mm. that you make. It's I'm not, in, it's not about look, you and what you have it's the choices that you make and who you selected to be your mate mm-hmm. for an 80 year old man i don't really think he needs all that he just needs somebody that's going to take him to the bathroom take him to the doctor's office you know just you know he's just like look i got a doctor right that or nothing. No, we, or oh, you taking the- it back? Okay, you retracting about okay. eighty at the age of thirty. You yeah. talking about sleeping every night? Yeah, ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing after happening. NBC nightly news. He's like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> he with Lester Holt. Good night. <laughs> he said, baby, hey. that's a cute dress you got on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> so, so if you don't, if you don't mind, I'm a fan out real quick. Uh, one of my closest uh, friends, my wonder twin, 
Buki Bear, all of that. Kelson, Baltimore's own uh, radio. Extraordinaire. Okay. Yeah, extraordinaire. Um, uh, just, you know, just all Blake, around great Blake guy. Blake and Blakey's dead. <laughs> oh. I say Blakey because you say Blakey. I shouldn't right. say that because everybody knows it's fine. <laughs> I know, I know. And 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 when we're gonna get into it because you just you just wrote a book called Just the Two of Us, and mm-hmm. I want to say it's from Will Smith's. Is it Will Smith's song Just the Two of Us or Bill Withers? Uh, um, it's yeah, just, sure. that's just what you like. Okay, sure, that works. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's a combination. So, you ain't trying to get me. Don't try to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so the book is called Just the Two of Us. It's a guide for single dads raising their daughters. And as a daughter of a dad, I know that this is, I'm I'm super proud as I'm definitely a daddy's girl. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're, <laughs> you're giving <laughs> I, an eye-opening view of how a dad shifts uh, almost suddenly having a family, being a single dad of a young daughter. Um, and the book is not out now. You can pre you can pre order your book, but mm-hmm. definitely want to give you some backstory on that. So, Kelson, welcome to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. I thank, thank you for you. saying yes to the offer. Of course, anything for you. I'm glad to be here. A word? It's like yeah. that. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I was a little nervous. I had a shot before I jumped on, so you know. <laughs> you know, I don't do nothing half ass ratchet. You know, I do not. I thought the beginning. We all talk about Porsche. Like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> But we were telling the truth, though. No, we just we just covered the hot topics. Our That's truth. all we just covered. And I said, I was like, I wish Kelson was on here because you know he got the he got the other. And, I, and I should have, right? I should have. I should have jumped on earlier. Mm-hmm. What did you I'm think about now. that? Your opinion on it, like really quickly. Um, I think. Well, that's me. They weren't really friends. Was it messed up? Yeah, but then now you're starting to hear about she's getting this reality show then the next day right. you see the girl found and proposed this other boy like come come on this is, is this like getting ready for season 15 without so bravo again? it's so bravo yeah like come on yeah y'all like, need new producers if you really love this man then love him we don't gotta be for a check all the time even though he's not right. gonna check right. if you pass and y'all still married but make I'm it saying. <laughs> come on come on yeah. all right so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the book uh when i found out kelson that you were going to be a dad Mm-hmm. Well, when you found out, when I found out, I was like, what? When so I found out, like, literally or, when you or, found um, out, what <laughs> thoughts ran through your mind when you found out, oh my God, I'm going to be a daddy? I was like, what ran through your mind? Yeah. Again, at which point when the. the when you the, tell me whatever one you want to share. Not <laughs> that. No. no. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, no. I don't know. No, 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 I was like, I was nervous. Perception. Like, <laughs> I was nervous. I was excited because this is something like I've always wanted. Always to wanted to be a dad. It yeah. was like, let's go. It wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't no backing down for me. Yeah. I was ready. I was nervous. Like, I was nervous because like, I got to split my money. I got to do this. I'm responsible <laughs> for, you know, someone else because- A I'm human. Gone, I'm going years yeah. just worrying about myself. You know what I'm saying? Coming yeah. and going and traveling. It was just me. But now you got to put someone else first. So- That was my next question. I was going to say, I knew you when- you weren't a dad and you was mm-hmm. living a high life, the fabulous life, traveling, toasting up with the celebrity. I mean, yeah. if you go to his pages, you'll see him linked <laughs> up with all the celebs. Um, and being a and dad, I'm sure. When we were in Edith's Lounge and for your birthday, and don't forget that now. Oh, that's Just not saying. nice. That's did you really <laughs> have to, did you really have to? <laughs> 
That's not. What you gonna do? Get your boys? <laughs> another story. That's, another a, time. that's another time. Uh, I tell you, yeah, that's not, that's not. That wasn't a good look for me. Anyway, but I know that it's changed your life, but and it's changed your views on your lifestyle. So, how how is life now um, that you're a girl dad? And what what have you changed? What's I changed like, for you? Like being a girl dad is like mm-hmm. the best to me. Any you know. Because like girls, you know, they, they so cuddly and Blake is, Blake is very, very sweet. So she always saying, love you, daddy. Or she always want to come lay with me when we watch TV. Yeah. Or daddy, can you help me? But today I'm kind of in my feelings because she went um, to see her mom and I called her and she just told me, daddy, I'll call you back. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know that was bound to happen. Yeah. She knows you're there. She knows you're there. But I'm so used you know to being that. around her every yeah. day, all day when she's not at daycare and you yeah. just pull me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have a talk with her later. Of course, <laughs> no, old is she? but no, that's like I'm. I'm, I'm she's like two. She's is three. She two? Three she's three. Yeah. Of course, you're doing, oh, the, doing the pandemic with her every day, all day, and then on the weekends. And so when you're used to being around somebody, you know, it's kind of hard when you're not away. And I, yeah. I, I will admit, sometimes I do get like separation anxiety. Like, yeah. where, where is she? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I remember. Goodness. I remember when Vaughn was at least a year old um, and I he's walking around and he had his little sippy cup and I had to go to the bathroom and he opened the door while I was going to the bathroom and he's like having this full on conversation with me. And I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm a mother. That's when yeah. I realized like, yo, I'm a mother. When was the time that you realized, oh my God, I'm um, a damn dad. Cause it's not right then. It don't hit you right then and there like when she's born. But- not- I say this this memory for me. It was like I'm not I'm not really an emotional per- person really. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I think so, the deaths I had in my family, so my heart my heart kind of you know froze a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I he's think, the king of the blank stare. Just trust. <laughs> I'm telling. When she he's was, the king uh, of the blank stare. <laughs> we was in the hospital, and you know how when they, we have a baby, um, they do the ear test. And at first, they say if if if, if she if she if she doesn't react to the sound, it's cool. No worries. We'll try again later. And so they did the ear test in one ear. She was fine. Then the other, the other ear, it wasn't working. So in my mind, I'm starting to freak out. Oh my gracious, Blake's going to be deaf. What are we going to do? What's that? Mm-hmm. So I'm freaking out. So then they said, you know what? No worries. Come in tomorrow morning and we'll do it. I'm like, okay, cool. So then we go mm-hmm. in the hospital, go upstairs to the next floor. Still, it's not acting right. The machine broke. And so I'm in there crying, holding her like, yo, what is going on? But they fixed the machine and everything was perfect. Yeah. So it was like the first time for me, like, y'all, I'm a dad. I'm a protect. I got her. Right. <laughs> That's a different type of love. Like, yeah, the love is. for your child yeah. is, is totally different. But it's especially totally different. for a daughter and her father, because mm-hmm. you shape, you shape in her mind what a man should really be. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I think yep. that's wonderful because, because my father, Man, he was everything. And people still talk about how great my dad was, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and I do things, my parents have both gone on to glory, but I do things to honor them. Mm -hmm. So when a guy doesn't measure up to the standards that how my father would treat me, Mm -hmm. I don't deal with him. You know, there's just certain things my dad would do. And I'm like, my dad never talked to me like that. Mm -hmm. You think Mm -hmm. you're going to talk to me like that? My dad. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. That's and true. It's That's so why I'm so nervous when a man meets the the girl's father. 
that's mm-hmm. why it's like because yeah. you can't level you can't match those standards at all mm-hmm. you can't jerry you're you're a daddy's girl right absolutely i'm named after my dad you know mm-hmm. um, so and now as i've gotten older especially i don't even know if call it dating but when a woman <laughs> says I have a good father <laughs> they said i want a man like my dad mm-hmm. and I see it now. You know what I mean? Like my father, he's that protector. He's that provider. You know, he's a little assertive, but he's loving, he's caring. You know what I mean? So that's the type of man that I want. Um, Going back to uh, what you were saying about having, you know, important daddy dog relationships. Why do you feel in in his father's days coming up? Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like it is important for especially, you know, African-Americans to have that father figure in your life especially you know especially for a little girl why is it so important i think it's i, I personally believe that it's something that as children whether it's a girl or, or or a boy we want that crazy they want that fatherly love they want that structure that discipline and they also want that protector you know yep. they want i feel as though that us as men we created them be there for them provide right. for them you know and i think that sometimes um some some fathers and some mothers take it for granted no, the child didn't actually be here. Be yeah. there for your child. They need to come first. Right. That's right. Nobody That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've, you're a blogger as well. I mean, you, you're a writer. So what was it that made you say, I'm going to write a book? I'm going to just write a book. What was it? The pandemic. Um, okay. Because first, my, my business partner, I, we wanted to do a children's book. And so we got with my publishing company, um, Purpose Publishing. Um, which is a Black-owned, female-owned um, publishing company that I work with. Nice. Um, she said, we don't do children's books. We do um, more like self-help books and, you know, books books as these. Right. I said, okay. And um, this was like after my divorce was finalized, after Blake and I had moved out, we were doing our, you know, living living separately and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like in a, like a, a dark, dark place, like dealing with um, like, yo, how am I going to raise a little girl? How am I dealing with separation from, you know, my ex-wife? Like, and then we're in a pandemic, working at the station and trying to figure everything out. And so I just started writing things down, writing my experience. And not so that um, it wasn't really about the money thing to me, but I know there's other fathers or other other fathers, one, that um, want to have like a voice or want to see if someone else can relate with them. And then two, it gives women who may not realize what fathers may go through that or the feelings they may have about being a single dad and raising the, and raising their child. And yeah. also change the narrative that fathers are here and let's get the conversation started. When you're writing a book, you have to be vulnerable. Um, you uh, have to tell your full truth. So <laughs> how hard was that? Like, oh crap, I'm gonna have to talk about it. Cause in order for me to get to this point, I gotta bring this out. I did. Was it hard for you? Yeah. Yeah, because like outside of like, you know, I've been on, on radio, like we, we kind of mm-hmm. tell everything or relate or talk about things that's relatable to us on the radio. But right. when it's like the personal, like my my divorce and my bring, upbringing of my child, I gave like the, just like the highlights of it. But to talk about them days when I'm just upset that we're in the place that we are now or that we're not together and I always want the family. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had to be vulnerable and, it, and that was kind of hard for me to write down. And I, and I will say when I first wrote it, I was super angry. But then mm. as I talked to the publisher and my business partner, even my therapist, I did go see, you know, to speak to um, a therapist. It was like, don't, don't, don't get it out, but then go back and 
right again, still get your true feelings up, but there's no point, there's no reason to be upset and angry and be negative. Right. Mm. So yeah. this book, this book we see here is not the original uh, version of the It was, book. was it bigger? <laughs> Probably. Like, more cuss words. But it still gets my point across in a, in a respectful way that I'm still, you know, showing respect to my child's mother, my ex-wife, and it's just sharing my experience. Mm-hmm. You, you have, have to, um, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Did you have to go back like to your own childhood? Did you reflect in your book about your own childhood and how you were reared growing up? A little bit, yep. I related, I want, I, I intertwine like through all my life leading up, even up to now to with radio, mm-hmm. where um, I talked about how before, and Kiki can vouch for this, how I was a stickler for everything being on time, everybody being there and like, you know, That's military. Why I am, I am the way I am. Yeah, and, and ain't no about, it, and ain't no, you know, changing about it to now where it's like, and all my colleagues or the staff, you know, they all had kids. So when they would show up late, why are you showing up late? Oh, I had something to do with my son. My son wasn't feeling well. I'm like, and you're supposed to just be here at work. But now well, that changes, yeah. Being a father, I, 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 I totally understand. And I honestly apologize, you know. I was going to ask if you apologize to people. No, not yet, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's on his way. This is my sorry for 2020. Did you, did you, I'm sorry, did you um, get any testimonials from other fathers? Like, did you have to, you know, how you do research before you write a book? Um, no, it's correct. Now, probably not before, but I promise you, um, we just announced the pre sale orders and we launched it on Monday. When I say, the messages from other single dads or even females saying, hey, I want I want to get this for my husband or my son or I want to read it to see. Like, it's just been amazing. Like, all the messages that I've been getting. Like, you too? But like, right. the story, like you wouldn't even believe. Like, it's like crazy. So now it's for like this conversation. Not saying I'm the first one to ever do it, but it's time for us to really get behind this conversation and get it started and build that unity among fathers and especially mm-hmm. single dads and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, did anyone else have a question? Um, oh, I did have a question. I can't, I don't know what happened to it now. <laughs> I'm going to let you think, because I, I want to ask, what's something about raising Blake? Um, you just find it hard. You cannot put your finger on. Like, it's something that, like, I, I can't get it right. or something that you want to get down packed and you just cannot get it. Do you, and do you stress out about it? Um, um not understanding her language or understanding her feelings or how come she falls out or, you know. The crazy thing, um, I think, you know, I gotta, you know, give credit to, to where it's due, both her mother and I, and then also the school she goes to and her sisters. She's a, she was a baby, but we didn't know that guy got Google. We talked to her. So for three years old, she talks very clear. So it's not a language thing. Like if she, if she's very outspoken. She like, if she see my face and she know what I'm saying, you mad? Why are you mad? <laughs> but if it's anything I just can't get with, I'm gonna have to say, I'm still trying to get doing that hair right. You know, get it perfect. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's part. Really you know, I still. What's the What's the one where the hair is to the scalp? Is that braiding or is that plaiting? Which one is that? Braiding. That's braiding. I can't get that yet, but I can do plait. Can do little puff balls and you know get that edge control and get, put that ponytail. Yeah. Did you say edge control? <laughs> <Lay that down. laughs> look at this. Look at this. Right. right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> does, does she know? Uh, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead. Like I come across 
across a lot of like hair videos mm -hmm. and I see a lot of black fathers doing their uh, daughter's hair, you know, and it's just mm -hmm. so cute to me that they're trying, you know, the effort that they're doing. Um, and some of them be looking really, really nice. So look up some videos and they be- oh, I'm sure he has they, been. Yeah. That is something she is going to cherish. Cause I tell you what, my mother was in a hospital one time when I was a, when I was little, like in the mm -hmm. second grade. And so I went to school. My dad did my hair. And I went to school. My teacher said, hey, did, did your dad do your hair? And I was like, yes, he did. I said, doesn't it look nice? She was like, yeah. You know? I mean, he had a ponytail on top of my head. And he was like sticking up. And I, I thought it was the best hairdo ever uh -huh. and then when my mother got out to hospital she said oh your mom's out and I said yeah you know and I couldn't figure out like why did she say that <laughs> but my hair you know was different because my dad did it but it was the best hairstyle and it's something I remember to this day like yeah. I was like it was so nice when he was doing my hair he was like okay hold still and I was like oh he doesn't hurt my head like mommy did and I was sitting there like mm -mm -mm. like dad is doing my hair <laughs> And yeah. I looked really crazy, but it was okay because it was my dad. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy yeah. because some people don't believe I've really been doing the hair. So I got some videos I'm going to release between now and time to book relief on the 7th of me like doing her hair. Like I, I really do her hair, believe it or not. That's important. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Does she know you wrote the book? Um, no, it's I don't think so. Like when she um when I show her the book and I show her the backdrop. She remembered mm -hmm. the day we took the picture. She said, Dad, remember that, that door one open. You know? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so she remembers certain things about it, but she don't understand a book and everything. Okay. Even though at nighttime, she asked me to read her book. I don't think she get the whole concept and stuff like that. Yeah. We, we, talked, we talked about the reason why you, you wanted to write the book, but I'm not sure if you would correlate that with the takeaway. What would the takeaway be? For someone who reads the book, whether their mother, their father, mm -hmm. or they're, you know, they're planning to become a parent, what's the takeaway? Um, I think the most important thing, I, I think it's two, can I get two? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> two things is, um, might be three. Um, okay. <laughs> you got to put your child first. Mm -hmm. Your child has to be put first, no mm -hmm. matter what's going on whether like I have things coming up to promote the book or even just to my, celebrate my birthday. But if I can't get a sit or can't do things, guess what? I'm just not going to do it because she comes first. I'm gonna right. Put first. Or you know, like, you're going with me, you know, um, right. put your, put your child first and, um, it have a village. You got to mm -hmm. have a village. Mm -hmm. you, you simply can't do it all. Like clearly, I didn't know how to do no hair, but I called my sister, my cousins, or some of my close friends. How you do this? How you get this part to look like? How you get this part to look like that? Whatever. Hey, I gotta run to the store. Hey, I'm stressed the hell out. Can you give me thirty minutes? It's mm -hmm. important to have that. Yeah. Okay. Did you right. say you um was going to therapy while you were writing the book or before? Um, I was going to therapy uh when I was married then after we um we divorced I, I went to you know i went to counseling and then even during um during the process of writing book we would there would be issues that would come up between my child's mother and i just i think it was just more of a communication thing but i would get so frustrated because it was like it was taking me back to when we were together and just like it was like war again and mm -hmm. I, this, this this can't be this, this is not good so i yeah. was my friend she was who's a therapist and like she she 
she knows that's how she makes a living and she said right. you let's just talk and this happened yeah. not just one time several times so therapy is amazing appreciate yeah. her um so therapy is amazing how did going to therapy help you with writing the book and you know um your duties as a father like how did it improve i don't know if it helped me with writing the book it helped me learn how to communicate better and mm -hmm. just, um i guess once i say something just let it go and how to phrase things where it's not i'm um, gonna be a whole bunch of back and forth i'm a tourist and you know mm -hmm. bullheaded and if mm -hmm. something goes away the horns going gonna go up you know what i'm saying so it helped right. me um how to effectively communicate and then also how to once i have that moment to let it go and get back to focusing on my daughter get back to focus on the stations or whatever it may be those are marriage tips effective communications mm -hmm. how to talk to those are things that they talk to you in marriage but it, it mm -hmm. goes on to your children too which is very oh, important you know well how do you feel now that now that you're divorced and you're raising a child with the dating scene now and, and having a child, because you know, there's certain mothers, there's mothers that will, whenever they have a child and they get divorced and it's just them and the child, dating is like, no, won't mm -hmm. do it. I don't want anybody around my child. No, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so how is it for, for a man <coughs> and being um, at that point in your life? I think especially- If that's something you're ready for. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely ready. <laughs> it's been, it's been a minute. <laughs> he said, I'm definitely ready. All righty there. Um, okay. I, I definitely wholeheartedly understand the part about not bringing any and everybody around your child. That's um, important. Point period, because everyone shouldn't. Because just how they say energy, you can pass on your energy to everything. Whatever that spirit of God going on can pass on to your child. And she's innocent. She's three. No, we, I, and plus, I, I will around my child. I want someone who has that good energy that's going to, you know, mm -hmm. love love her as their own and <clears throat> excuse me, stuff like that and be a good role model. Right, yeah. right. Um, and then, um, like I want, I went on a date, uh, like October of last year. The first only date I went on during this whole time since you know the divorce. Um, but yeah, I, I'm open to it. Definitely mm -hmm. want, definitely want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And that's something right. you have to be ready for, it, and especially raising okay. a child. I'll be honest. It, it took me a while because at first, you know, of course. We're divorced, but we're still, um, you know, trying. Um, You're co-parenting. Co-parenting. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But because I was married, like, I I was in love with this woman. You know, and I still right. have love with her because she's my child's mother and my ex-wife. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, you want to you wanna move on, but, right. you know, deep down inside, you still got feelings for this right. woman. So mm -hmm. every time I try to say, you know what, I'm ready to date, then I'm thinking, I remember we did this, or we we went there, and we was you know spend time yeah. these memories we created. So I was always I think that's what made me slow down and not want to date so soon. But I think I now right. I'm in a right. better place, and um, so I think I'm ready now. Yeah, it's a redirection and a focus. Yeah, on you know something. I think I think after after something because I think divorce. And especially divorce and, and having a child, that's mm -hmm. traumatizing, yeah. you know, because you're you used to this relationship. But you're, so mm -hmm. you're a commitment person and all of a sudden it's it's you and like, it's somebody else mm -hmm. with it. It's a different kind. Of, so that's a lot. I think I think it takes time. You have to be with yourself and just mm -hmm. enjoy you. And now like you I got a daughter. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, like, like I said in the book um, that to me. The divorce was like um, another death to me. Mm. Yeah, it is. It another death. It is. I've, I've heard people say that. I've heard people say that. 
but it's I, also end of one chapter yeah. and the beginning to another. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, you learn love differently. Like love mm-hmm. is totally like you, you, you think, you know, about love throughout life, but then you're introduced to another level mm-hmm. of love, um, mm-hmm. through tragedy, through loss, um, and through a shift, um, you know, mm-hmm. in, in yeah, your absolutely. journeys throughout life. So yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's I'm so proud awesome. of you. When is the book available? The book is available now um, for pre-orders, purposepublishingcompany.com. You can okay. go to my Instagram at Urban Inform. I got the link in the bio, but the actual books will, will be officially available on June 7th, right in time for Father's Day. Perfect. And your birthday is May. May 17th. 17th. That's oh, it. Monday. Yes. Early 17th. Big Taurus energy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mo- most is you're a mean Taurus. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the nice Taurus. Uh, no, she said. Well, she she said I'm the main Taurus. Your birthday is in April, so I'm not sure if you're really a Taurus. You're like a pre-Taurus, so you get a, you get it set up for us real Taurus that come in May. Uh, so That's what they yeah, say about for me because I'm in the beginning of Scorpio season because they're like, you still Libra? I'm like, no, I'm a Scorpio. Whatever. Whatever. What's your social? Let me holler at y'all. What's what? What's that? What's that? That don't mean nothing. It's all about me and the great person that I am. Which is not. And you are what? What are you saying? Uh, I'm a Leo. Oh, crazy. I don't know if that okay. meant anything, but I'm you crazy. Um, you crazy. Not doing not during tour season it doesn't. Maybe during Leo season it might mean something, but not now. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't you know I'm like I'm just gonna holler at you. I don't know what it means, but you know Kelson, what are your social media handles so we can so those um, who are watching or listening can follow you. On IG, Twitter, Black Planet, MySpace, Mahente. It's um, black <laughs> <laughs> at Urban Informer. How you spell at that? Urban <laughs> yeah, but that Yo. please support the book, get it, and like yes. absolutely right now it's just yes. like a it's our conversation is just like a the uh the tip of the iceberg. I get I, I'm able to go more in detail and talk about like the real struggles that I went through in the book police and all. So well, you still well, take my calls because you're gonna get a lot of press. Are you I'm, gonna still take my I'm, calls? I'm probably not gonna give you my assistance number. Ooh. So and that's you. Take care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Help people get of course I'm always take your phone call. <laughs> uh-uh. Kelson, thank you so much for being on the Hey Girl Hey podcast. I appreciate you. Thanks. No, I thank you all so much for having me. Anytime you want me to no come problem. back, I'll have you. Gotta me. come because we need a male's perspective on something. Hey, let me know. I'll let you, you know. know. Even though the world opened up, I'm still in the pandemic. I ain't going nowhere. So let's 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 talk. <laughs> All right, we're gonna close out the show. I'm the radio chick Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick LaShawn. I'm y'all millennial chick Jerry. 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 Find us on all streaming apps, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. That's usually Jerry's part, but we gotta get out of here. Spotify yeah. and all that. And all um, that. Find social media over there. Yeah, just find us. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Thank you, Kels. Thank you, Appreciate you. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today radio app.
They're free. So take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.